0: Sorry about that, guys. My audio cut out again. So, yeah. Don't think I'm going to be able to play this now. Weird. I was able to play it earlier, but I can't now. So, yeah. It was playing just fine just right before I started this. But now all of a sudden, it's messing up. So, right here. I'm going to play this now. Okay. Now we're going to start out with this properly. Now one of those sources has summoned the
1: governor. Alex Jones says he knows how they plan to depopulate. Alex, you sounded urgent. There's an entire agenda afoot to force the population to undergo different type of medical treatments, namely vaccines. We're seeing a medical tyranny being set up, not just in the United States, but worldwide under the UN and the World Health Organization. Who's behind all this? The Bilderberg Group. They want a planetary dictatorship so they can carry out their forced depopulation agenda. And they want to do it through the medical system. And that's why vaccines are so important we know that many of these vaccines turn out to have serious adverse reactions that this is being done by design they kill you slowly over time that's why they're called soft kill and i've got an insider i think you should really talk to dr Rima labo but she doesn't live inside the united states because she's so concerned about all the police state developments that are taking place but if you can get her to come up here and talk to you she's a medical doctor she's treated heads of states and she really understands what's happening on the inside where's the doctor now she's in Panama Panama so I gotta find her do you can either go down to Panama and talk to her or somehow get her up here she doesn't like to come up here though here's her phone number and information in Panama all right I'm gonna work on it that.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: within days arrangements are made the renegade physician agrees to fly into a small airfield in the Midwest, only if the governor will meet her there, and only for a brief time. Doctor LeBeau, how are you?
2: I'm fine, thank governor you, Governor Jesse
1: Ventura. Thanks for coming now you've left the United States of America.
2: Yes, sir, I have. (laughs) Why? I do not feel safe living in the United States. Really? Do
1: you want to come in and sit
2: down? No, sir. I'd rather not.
1: You'd rather just be here so you can make a fast exit if you have to. As soon as
2: you and I finish, I'm leaving the country again. Why? Because in a very short time, not today, not tomorrow, but very soon, we'll be facing compulsory vaccination under the mistaken term of voluntary vaccination.
1: What is it about these vaccinations? You think that they're bad? Uh First
2: of all, let's start with the fact that the World Health Organization has decided that we have 90% too many people. The World Health Organization Mm -hmm. has been working since 1974 on vaccines to create permanent sterility.
1: Doctor, the response is going to be, you're crazy. How can you say this stuff? Uh
2: They will induce a pandemic. going to get the flu. Everybody around us is going to get the flu. Uh Then the United States government, based on their statements that they've already made, will say, oh my, we have a pandemic. Mm -hmm. What that means is a holocaust, a genocidal holocaust. Uh Uh-huh men and women will sicken and die and those who survive will be infertile let me tell you a story in 2003 i had a patient in my drug-free medical practice who was a head of state and one day she said you know it's almost time for the great culling to begin the what? Mm-hmm. That's what I said. The what? She said, the great culling, C-U-L-L-I-N-G, when you thin the herd. I said, what are you talking about? She said, it's almost time for the useless eaters to be culled. And she said, those are the people who are consuming our non-renewable natural resources. I said, who are the people who make the this decision? Few. She said we the aristocrats
1: this person you talk to you're bound because you're a physician and there's there's the relationship that you can't talk is this person a member of the bilderbergs
2: she is not queen beatrice she is not the queen of england she is not henry kissinger but she certainly presented herself as a member of that power elite and she certainly was a head of state
0: Mm -hmm. so you guys probably get it right there Yep. All of a sudden my audio was, well, the video was messing up and my audio messed up too the second I started playing that when the video very first started. So yeah, I think you guys kind of get where this is going right here. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, I just wanted to start that out right there because like, Hey, I was this topic I'm going to be talking about is on is going to be about Twitter. Well, x or whatever you want to call it i still call it twitter and yeah but um i found that over there and i thought hey that would just be something great to open up with so yeah that's gonna be good mm-hmm. and all right with well, speaking of that what's up everyone out there welcome to the Ray infinity show podcast this is episode number 114 and today yeah we're gonna be talking about um our good friend katie hobbs over there in arizona yeah, Katie Hobbs, the, the woman who has like 15,000 Instagram followers and somehow magically beat Carrie Lake and the midterm election who has over half a million Instagram followers. <laughs> magically won with um a lot of um, voting machines just suddenly messing up the, the day of election. Right as people were going in there, ballots weren't being counted. All, all of this was happening, not only particularly... Most of it was actually particularly happening in red areas. Most of it. Not really, not a whole lot in blue areas, though, down in Arizona. So just letting you guys know. Mm -hmm. I think we kind of get what's going on down there. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like we all know, none of us trust Katie Hobbs. Um, Yeah, we know that, um, at least I believe, you can have a different opinion if you want to. I fully believe that the election was stolen from Carrie Lake in Arizona. She clearly won, in my opinion, and she got robbed uh, by Katie Hobbs and a few other people that were working with those. Okay, I'm not even going to say the word now. So, yeah, but you know what that word is. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we saw what happened. She lost the election unfairly. Well, she won, but which probably did happen. But we all know how that did happen. The Democrats and the leftists made sure that that would not happen. Well, officially happened, I should say. Mm-hmm. All right. But um, um this isn't gonna be necessarily about that 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 video, right? That um topic right there. This is gonna be about uh an about something that happened on Twitter in 2017. Mm-hmm. Where Katie Hobbs, I believe she was still involved in Arizona politics then. I believe she was. And she was urging, she contacted Twitter to have people who criticized her be silenced and like censored. And before you think I'm making this up right here, this was tr- this is true. I'm pulling the article up right now as we I speak. Uh right here. So you guys can see this here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is an article that this is an article that comes to our good friends at, at um, Breitbart. And this it says this report. Katie Hobbs asked Twitter to censor users criticizing her Trump neo-Nazi post uncovered by Breitbart. G- guys, like we all know how not only Kate, this Katie Hobbs woman, but also a bunch of leftists on these trolls on Twitter and all over social media and everywhere else. They urge, like all these social media companies, to censor not just really Trump supporters or people who criticize her, but conservatives in general. Really, they're really what they're truly against are conservatives. They cannot stand conservatives because, like, um, even the populist, even the pop, because the populist conservatives, well, populist right, I should say, which are mostly conservatives, and the populist left, they have a lot of things in common. And the but the thing is about the populist left, they get they don't always have the, all the facts and they get a little too emotional with things. Now, the populist right, most of the time they have the facts, and they just speak what it says. They don't really focus on emotions, really. I'm on the populist right, and we just speak facts. And they'll even censor some people on the populist left too, but mostly people on the populist right, just Mm anti-populism. And like I said, the article comes from Breitbart, and I'm going to start reading it right here. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. mm-hmm. Arizona governor, uh, let's just say phony governor, I should say, Katie Hobbs reportedly reached out to Twitter in 2020, oh, my mistake, not 2017, 2020, to censor users who criticized her 2017 post uncovered by by Breitbart News, in which she claimed, former, pre- well, not former, actually, I, to me, not former, that President Trump, Donald Trump, had a neo-Nazi base. Before you get into anything Let's be clear. Every presidential candidate has um, people who back them or like who endorse them that are not the brightest people. That's pretty much a fact from everything we know. Everyone has people that have every candidate for any office has bad people that will endorse them. That's just a state of fact. We have to accept that. It all it'll have. Trump was not the first. Um, Even Biden, we know that was not the first, nor will be the last. So we all kind of get this right here. So let, let's let just continue reading the article so you guys get what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Days at days after the 2020 election, Breitbart News reported that Hobbs said Trump had a neo-Nazi base while she was serving as a Democrat state senator in 2017. Mm-hmm. Hobbs' tweet appeared to be a reaction to the false narrative that Trump praised neo-Nazi writers in Charlottesville. Let's be very clear here. Trump criticized those people in Charlottesville. He he criticized the Charlottesville rioters. Now, what what people are trying to say is, well, he, he said something good. Here's what he said. Trump um said that there were people who actually had a permit to protest there. Some of them, but other people showed up and started rioting and 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 causing violence. That's what he said. And Trump said. He condone he does not he he can what he said he he said he does not condone all the any violence that is that is happening there he condemns all of it all the violence that happened there so yeah yep yeah. okay okay right, my mistake these earbuds are are messing with my ears right now I'm gonna switch them real quick right here Can you guys still, I hope you guys can still hear me. Um, I think you can. Let me see. Let me see right right here real quick. I think you guys can still hear me. Like I said, those earbuds were hurting my ears all of a sudden. So I had to switch to my regular headphones. So yeah, one, one second. Let me check this. Okay. Yep, they work. Mm-hmm. It's working. So yeah. But yeah, back to what I was saying though. Trump Trump criticized the rioters. He The only people he didn't criticize were the people who actually had a permit, legally had a permit there to protest. That's all. Because guess what? There were people who had a permit at Charlottesville to peacefully protest. It was just those idiots that showed up later that did not have a, have a permit to protest that started doing all the rioting and caused all the violence. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at real Donald Trump made it abundantly clear he's more interested in pandering to his neo-Nazi base than being a president for all Americans. Hobbs posted at the time. And like here, here's the tweet from Katie Hobbs or Cartel Lady Hobbes, the woman who take who has um may had um things going on with the cartels and took money. And yeah took money from the cartels, particularly during her election against Kerry Lake, in which she never once debated Kerry Lake. So you kind of get where this is going right here. Uh-huh. That real Donald Trump has made it abundantly clear he's more interested in pandering to his neo-Nazi base than being president for all Americans. Nonsense right here. There is no evidence that Trump pandered to neo-Nazis. No evidence whatsoever. And then here's another tweet she said The president is on the side of the freaking Nazis. Prove it. Prove it. You can't prove it. And, the, and right here, she continues Don't just say stuff, do something. And because this is resp- responding to a tweet, or retweeting, I should say The white supremacy in Charlottesville does not reflect the values of the America I know. Hate and bigotry have no place in this country. Uh, I would agree. I would agree with that, but not everyone at Charlottesville was a was a rioter. There were people who were there that legally had a permit to be there, and guess what? Those rioters showed up later on and started causing all that violence. So, look at where you get your facts first before you start criticizing people like that. I'm just saying. And here's a few other tweets. It took you a day and a half to figure this out. Also, if you're not condemning President the president, Donald Trump, well, President Trump, I should say, for not condemning Nazis. It's just words. Right here, this tweet right here says, I categorically 100% condemn neo-Nazi, KKK clan, race white race white supremacy groups, the violence and hate they preach, no place for it in Arizona or United States. I agree. That stuff does not have any any the place. Has no That stuff has no place here in America. I would agree with that, even though people... I don't agree with anything they say, but I can't force them to not uh, to not uh, believe that kind of stuff. You just can't. It's just how life is. And there's nothing we can do about that. And guess what? Trump did literally all he did that. And right down here in the article, it shows some of the quotes Trump said um, responding to all these to the Charlottesville stuff right here. Like I said, Trump did in fact condemn the neo-Nazis on multiple occasions in the aftermath of the Charlottesville riots. As Breitbart News detailed right here. On August 12th, 2017, Trump condemned violence on many sides in Charlottesville after neo-Nazis and Antifa clashes. Yep, that is true. August 14th, 2017, Trump condemned neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups in White House statements. Yeah, true there. Uh, so far I don't see where Katie Hobbs is right here. So unless she's just basically lying. So yeah, a lot of people do lie though, particularly politicians. Vast majority of politicians just do nothing but lie. August fifteenth, twenty seventeen. Trump condemned neo-Nazis totally, praised nonviolent protesters on both sides of statute debate. What the what that statute debate was was um re- debate was they, there were people protesting whether or not they should take down a statue of Robert E. Lee. So yeah, like, guess what? I don't really have... Personally, I do not think that they should erase history. They should have just left the statue where it was. And and Trump said he believes people have the right to protest whether or not it should be taken down. So yeah. Yeah. And then continuing in the article, on... Th- well, well, before I get to that, Guess what? People have a right to protest, whether or not that should be taken down or not. There were there were people on the right that did not want it taken down, and there were people on the left that did that did want it taken down. And they had a right to be there to protest. Like I said, personally, I do not believe that we should erase history, so we should we should it should have just been left there. That's just my opinion. Yeah. On Thursday, Fox News Fox News revealed that Hobbs emailed Twitter in an attempt to censor critics who were upset with their posts about Trump and his base, relying on recently obtained emails. We're going to read this right here. As Fox News reported, mm -hmm, on November 13th, 2020, Hobbs emailed Twitter using her official Arizona Secretary of State email, asking the support team to, to take action against her online trolls. Hmm. Last I checked, you are in government. You can't do that because the First Amendment says you're not allowed to. You're a government official. You're not allowed to, to tell people, to tell a, com- a company, a private company, to take down stuff that, that is free speech. Criticizing you is free speech. You don't have to like it, but guess what? It still is free speech no matter what you want to say. It just is. Mm-hmm. Twitter asked for more information and for Hobbes to provide examples for her requests, which Hobbes was unable to provide because you didn't have any because all the all the stuff that was being all the times you were being trolled was was perfectly free speech. They was it didn't break any law. So, but you still wanted to erase all the criticism against you. That should tell you everything you need to know about Katie Hobbs right there. It just does. It, whether you like it or not, there was a lot there. Mhm. Hobbes' request for Twitter to silence her critics came one day after Breitbart News published the report revealing her feelings about the Trump base. Let's see. In response to Twitter, Hobbes claimed she was being harassed and abused by the alt-right. You're being harassed and abused? Let's see what you said. Mm -hmm. I am not sure I can provide the information you were asking for. Uh, You do realize it's public tweets, so you can just go look them up right there and send them to them. Because I report reported and then blocked multiple users at the same time. I don't see how you I don't see how you're able to block people if you're secretary of state. So yeah. Hobbs because Trump and because both Trump and AOC blocked people beforehand, and they were and it was ruled that they were not allowed to do that because they were public officials. So yeah. Hobbs responded to Twitter. The alt-right got a hold of a three-year-old tweet on my account. And have been sending harassment, harassing, abusing, and threatening tweets and direct messages for the last two days. Can you provide them? No, you can't. Guess what? There are things that people say out there that I disagree with. People particularly on the left. Guess what? I have thick skin. I can handle the criticism like that. All of the people bashing me. Guess what? I don't care. They can say anything they want to and I wouldn't care. I've seen so many people say some of the most nasty stuff on Twitter. It doesn't bother me for a second because that's people's First Amendment rights. They can criticize you all you want. They can criticize me all they want. They just can't break the law. And just saying you don't like what you're doing or blah, 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 basically I'm saying bad things really, guess what? That is all free speech. Deal with it. Why? because you have to be able to um um deal with and tolerate a certain amount of protest you have to all politicians have to deal with that we're not in Canada where we're a communi- we're not a communist country like Canada is where trudeau basically um what he did to all the truckers up there basically silenced them and arrested a whole bunch of them and said they were not allowed to protest anymore even though they were just peacefully protesting that just say what you know about that should say all you have to know about right there mhm But you can't handle protests because you're afraid of criticism and you're afraid of the backlash. That should be all you have to hear right there. Mm -hmm. Arizona capital, AZ's capital Brian Anderson, Brian Anderson told Fox News the emails leave no doubt that Katie Hobbs abused her position of power in government. No doubt. No crap, Sherlock. Of course she abused her power. She's in government. She does not have the right to tell a private company to silence and censor people that criticize her. I'm sorry. There's, there's, You can't do that. You're abusing your power. You do not have a right to say someone should not be allowed to speak about that. Criticism is free speech and, and is protected under the First Amendment, especially for politicians in particular. I'm just saying, Mrs. Hobbs or Katie or whatever you want to call yourself. I don't know. But yeah. It just is-hmm yeah she violated the First Amendment rights of the people across the Arizona in order to suppress valid criticism no question she did that oh no doubt and prop up her 2020 gubernatorial campaign Anderson said it's in, in imperative imperative that blah, blah, blah imperative my mistake that further investigations by in, 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 in initiated to shine a light on just how far Hobbes unconstitutional censorship campaign went and whether it, it continues today. I am so curious if it still does continue today. I really want to know because I, I'm sorry you can't do that. You can't tell a private company not to do that. Can you imagine if Trump told Twitter to to take off a bunch of leftists and liberals? Imagine if he if he d- had done that. Guess what? He did unblock some of them which he should not have done, but it was ruled that he couldn't do that, okay? He he unbanned them. But imagine if he had contacted he or anyone in his administration contacted Twitter or any of the other social media platforms and told them to censor and take people down that criticize them. Well, can you imagine if he had done that? He didn't do that because he te- he's not allowed to because that is illegal. You are not allowed to do that. But Katie Hobbs did. And a bunch of people in the government still do it to this day, probably. A whole bunch of them. So I'm just saying, guys, like, can you guys figure this out for me? I truly don't know. So I- I- I'm let lost for words, guys. The fact that this person, who, in my opinion, is an illegitimate governor, did not win that race, in my opinion, just my opinion, has done this, too, should say a whole lot about her and her character and how she is as a governor, probably. Because lately, all she has been doing is just vetoing a bunch of bills that the Arizona um, 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 legislator has been passing, literally, a whole, because the Arizona state legislator is, is Republican-controlled all the branches except um, the governorship and she's just been vetoing all the bills that they have been sending to her desk. So, yeah, but Hey, at least any of these leftist bills that um, she's trying to pass can't get passed because the, because the Arizona legislator is Republican controlled. So should be thanking God for that. So, so yeah. But like I said, guys, I'm at loss for words. Nate, she, and there should be an investigation into her, but I'm, I don't know if there is or isn't, or whether there ever will be. There should be because this was, is completely unconstitutional. We already have people in the federal government that are telling Twitter that are telling all these social media companies to to silence people, particularly people, particularly particularly the Hunter Biden laptop story. Remember that the, the government reached out to a bunch of these companies and told them silence this story whatsoever. You cannot let people find out about this because that would have damaged biden so much if the hunter biden story had been allowed to be properly shared and talked about as it should have been on the so- on all over social media wasn't allowed to because the government reached out and told them to silence all of it by by claiming it, by claiming it was russian disinformation so guys yep yeah, I've talked a little enough about Carrie a little about Katie Hobbs right now. I'm then gonna move on to what's going on in New Mexico, which is a state that is bordered on um uh Arizona, I believe. Yeah, it's bordered right next to it. I believe it's part of those um four states that are bordered on each other at one sp- at one particular spot. Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico. Really, really all all only three of those st- three of those four states are Republican based which all of them except New Mexico, which New Mexico is very Democrat, very liberal. But the story comes out there from New Mexico about a lot of Hispanics and Latinos are turning against the Democrats over there in New Mexico because of climate policies, guys. So pretty clear where this is going right here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull this up right here. Okay, come on, pull up. Okay. there's also this also comes from Breitbart and there's also a a 30 minute video, but I'm not going to play that because obviously that would take way too long. So I'm just going to click this right here. And yeah, I'm just going to read what the article says, because obviously it would take too long. But yeah. Yeah. Joe Biden touts green policies in New Mexico as Hispanic Hispanic ranchers turn on Democrats over a climate agenda. Uh, oh my God. We got here, you guys get right here. A lot of pe- ranchers, not just ranchers, but also a lot of Hispanic people, which is supposed to be very, very Democratic, but a lot of them are actually turning um, Republican and, and conservative because they're getting sick of all these um, leftist Democratic um, things going on, particularly at the southern border. Like with the border being wide open, it's destroying a whole bunch of things down there, making people fearful. So. And plus, with all the drugs and the cartels coming through the, the southern border, just making a whole lot of things even worse. So, And plus, add on top of that all these climate change policy things that are going on down there, which climate change is a hoax. It's a scam. As you guys know, that they've been caught numerous times faking the numbers by claim, And they say, oh, the, the temperature of the earth is um, going up. It's getting higher and higher, higher. We're getting records all the time. But then you find... <coughs> Excuse, them, excuse me, bless Excuse me. Then you find out that they're faking a lot of these numbers. They they got caught faking them multiple times. So that should probably say something, right there, guys. It it really sh- really should, but <sighs> <sighs> but it's not. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm gonna start with the article right here. <clears throat> President Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Well former vice, former vice president, Joe Biden, I should say, visited a wind tower manufacturing plant. And I'm not even going to say that because I'm going to botch that in somewhere in New Mexico to tout his green policies, green policies, green policies. All they're doing is just destroying things. So, yeah, like you guys know that there's um, it's harder. It's getting harder and harder to find plastics, at least major plastic stuff because of a bunch of policies that are going on right now. You guys get what's going on. See, so you see a whole lot of this nonsense that's been going on. Like, you know how California and I believe a few other states have passed bills that um make that says that they will no longer sell cars that run on gas that are new after 2035. Like, you guys get where this is going? Like, I'm really and plus, when they say that this is good for the environment. No, it's not. Like, do you know how much lithium that they're going to have to pull out of the ground to make all the batteries for those electric cars? Like, this is not good for the environment, particularly like the lithium mines, mines that are in Alaska. Like, to get through it, they're going to have to get through a whole lot of co- copper and sulfur, and it's just going to destroy all the salmon fisheries going on up there. Like I said, this is not good for the environment whatsoever. And they claim they're trying to do this to help the environment guys, they're not trying to help the environment. They are trying to use you to take advantage of you. That's all they're doing. Like all these like um, climate activists, particularly all over the world, especially in Europe, they're getting crazy. Like there was that one person that literally glued their hand to like an um, uh, airplane railroad. Like literally, I don't know for a fact, but I heard that um, that woman or that person, whatever, may have to get their hand am- amputated because they literally glued it to the concrete. So if you're willing to, to like, um, get your hand amputated just to push this fake or so-called um, climate um, agenda, yeah, guys. Or also, a lot of people have been blocking roads and highways. Like, literally, there was videos of people dragging people off highways because they were um, blocking them. Like, there was one woman who literally grabbed another woman and was pulling her by her hair off the highway. Like, <laughs> and even some people were gluing themselves to the highway. No joking. Like these people are either mentally ill or they were just paid to do that. I'm sorry. That's just where it's come to. People tr- are truly believing these ignorant and stupid ideas that have been shoved down their throats for years and years since they were in school. Like, I used to believe that there was a climate um, problem going on. But when I woke up and got red-pilled, I realized that, yeah, this is pretty much all nonsense. Almost all of it is just complete nonsense. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, before I get into that, like, um, and plus some about California banning cars, af- gas cars after 2035, at least new ones. Um, Wyoming, at least is disgusting. They may have even discussing. They may have even passed that they will ban a el- car, electric cars that are new after 2035. So in Wyoming, it will be illegal to they won't be find any new electric cars in Wyoming after 2035. Like can you like can you imagine if like you're in a gas like in a, an electric car and you're traveling from California to Wyoming, but once you get into Wyoming, there's no there's no electric um um play, there's no places to charge your electric car, and so yeah, because they're gonna pretty much ban them all. Or if you're in Wyoming and you travel to California in in, in a gas car and you can't find any like um gas stations near there, I'm just sta- I'm just saying guys, can you guys literally look at this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they expect us to transfer to a fully electric power grid, even though in California that there's so many blackouts all the time. If you if you say you can, if you're struggling to, to, to get your power grid up right, right here and you get a lot of blackouts, I'm pretty sure that you should not transfer to an all electric power grid. I'm just saying, guys, like it's not strong enough. If you guys are really, truly believe that. I don't know where you guys are coming from. You, you guys have to just be delusional. I'm sorry. You just have to be delusional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. During his speech, Biden labeled his plan Biden Biden, Bidenomics, Biden, Bidenomics. It's pretty stupid, pretty corny. So yeah. And touted its advancements to transform the nation into a green economy and in ever industry in every industry. That's not going to happen. I'm letting you know right now. There's a lot of people like me that will refuse to go along with this agenda, particularly people in red states. Red states will refuse to go along with your green agenda. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. from vehicles to solar and wind with with huge billion dollar giveaways to private companies and. Now they're now. Here's what they're saying: They're offering to to pay like to reward companies that switch to green energy. These electric things, they're going to pay them to for doing that. L- literally, it's bl- you see what they're trying to do. They're blackmailing them with money, almost like um. Hey, no, I should say, not say that. Not blackmailing. It's like waving a carrot in front of them, like hey, here's some here's some money, billions of dollars to you guys, as long as you do this. <laughs> That's literally what it's doing, like um. I, like I said, I don't trust Biden. I don't trust any of these Democrats or leftists. AOC. By the way, this is just getting to the start of the great of the Green New Deal. That's literally what they're going they're, they're doing right in there, and the Green New Deal will lead directly to the Great Reset. That's part of their full on agenda going on right now. Like they're literally trying to take advantage of all the people that are are in the world right here. So guys, yeah, don't fall for any of this right here. I'd there's so many people that have fallen for it. It's so bad. And just don't let anyone else fall for that. You guys should not even fall for it either. I just hope you guys don't. By the way, wind energy is cheaper than fossil fuel. No, it's not, Biden. Solar energy is cheaper. No, it's not. And even if it were, it's not nearly as strong as, as, as gas is. I'm letting you know. By the way, did you guys know that gas is starting to get up to like um, $4 a gallon again? Ah, uh, my friend and Carlos, he, my friend Carlos, he posted a meme on social media that said, "Ah, uh, yeah, uh, gas is getting up to almost four dollars a gallon now. I guess Putin started another war again." Oh, <laughs> so guys, uh, you guys get this. So first it was Putin, first it was Trump, first it was um inflation and voluntary inflation. Like it's going to continue going up. Nothing you can do about it. Well look guys, it's starting it's getting back up again. So, it's transitory I should say. It's just going to happen and it will go back down and it's just going back up again guys. So Yeah guys, I just don't get it right here. So mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And by the way, wind energy is terrible. Like, literally, all these these winds that they put up all over the ground, like, I'm literally, what it does, it kills a lot of the birds because a lot of the birds don't even notice that the, these winds and fans are just spinning constantly. And when they, they get too close, it just chops them up and kills them instantly. And also, these things, they break down easily. And when they break down, they, they just destroy the landscape, and no one goes to take them down. And it just destroys the landscape and looks horrible there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Biden's speech comes as Hispanic ranchers in New Mexico, most rural communities are increasingly turned off by what they have said and is a climate agenda centered around the wishes of those who do not live their lives, mainly the upper middle class. So a lot, a lot, a lot of these, most of these are rich on white people, really. So a lot of people that live in the suburbs are trying to push this also suburb people that live in the suburbs and cities are the ones that are pushing all these agendas because guess what? Hey, these agendas are helping us, but but not really thinking about the people that live outside the suburbs and the cities. So, yeah, it makes no sense, guys, when you really look at that. They're literally just trying. They're w- literally worrying about their, themselves. Like Tim Poole even said in, on a video, like I believe about a year or so ago, talking about how like one time he was in California and he was in like rural California and there were people that were digging for water. Like they were just dr- drilling to get to it, trying to find some. And Tim said said he sees the the, the lake and the river right there. And he, and he asked the people, why don't you just take the water right there? And then the people told him, we're not allowed to touch it because the city said so. Why? Because the city, because the cities voted that they get the water and that the rural areas don't get it. So, guys, you clearly see where this is going. These people, they think about themselves and might think they should get all the stuff. Like particularly in the cities, they're, they're They think like, hey, we're owed this water. It's ours, so we're just gonna take it. But they're not worrying about the people that live in the rural areas, the people that grow the, their food, the food that they eat, and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, guys, I'm sorry with what's going on right here. It's just complete nonsense. It's a it's a con thing right here. Literally trying to take advantage of people across the entire country and throughout the entire world. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Already in New Mexico, while Democrats continue to win majorities of the state's Hispanic voters, most of them, except recently in Florida and... I don't think entirely, I don't think Texas yet, but a good percent percentage of them in Texas are leaning on red more. Yeah. Support for Republicans' presidential can- candidates in one particular county has gone from 22% in both 1992 and 1996 to 34% in 2020. So, well, <coughs> Yeah. So like in certain areas, Hispanic voters are becoming more and more Republican, more and more conservative. And while in some areas they always they stay blue. Yeah. Like Carlos and Carlos told me that Hispanic people that, that come from all these. Nations, all these other countries, really, all of them except um, maybe Puerto Rico, they all have conservative values and that they believe in conservative things. But them, um, they're that the Democrats have gotten to them, really, that they they brainwash them particularly, and they just continue to mindlessly mindlessly vote Democrat and vote blue. But but um, there are some that have been particularly in Cubans and Venezuelans that have been moving more and more towards um, um conservative and Republican voting that way because they because um. Cubans know what communism is so they've experienced that and know what caused it and how it started. Venezuelans obviously know what socialism is like and so they're moving more and more towards conservative and republicans. So I'm just saying guys like yeah, particularly a lot of these the ranchers down there in like the southern states are hispanic really. Not all, not, all you typically would think that a lot of ranchers and like that are just white people. No, there's actually a lot of black Um, his and Hispanic people down there that are ranchers as well. Even I I even saw an article that there's a few that there's even some Asian ranchers down there in Texas, particularly. So, yeah, kind of get where this is going right here. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys, my allergies are acting up right now. Mm -hmm. Ranchers and farmers in northern New Mexico, so New Mexico, which is one of the most blue states in the country, tell Exios that Exios. That Democrats' positions on protecting endangered species ignore the reality and long fights with the federal government. Exios reported. Yep, like you said, they're doing a lot of things that are turning a lot of Hispanic voters and even some um, moderate and, and libertarian people more and more right, more and more con- 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 um, on Republicans. So I'm just saying, guys, like they're shooting themselves in the foot right here. So yes. It kind of makes a whole lot of sense with what's going on right here. Hispanics are moving more and more towards conservatism. I mean, there's a lot of them that actually are, but that actually are conservative. Most of them are. They just don't vote it because they've been um, brainwashed um, by um, the Democrats and the liberal media. Mainly the only Hispanics that are really uh, clearly Republican, not Republican, um, clearly Democrat and liberal are Puerto Ricans. And Carlos told me that the reason why is because like... Puerto Rico has been protected by the United States for so long that they've never really experienced communism, really. So that's why they're all very Democrat and very blue and very liberal. So they actually the vast majority of them are like that. So, yeah. David Sanchez, a rancher in Monroio. Monroe, Monroe, I, I'm sorry if I'm botching that, New Mexico said some longtime Hispanic ran, ranching Democrats are considering Republicans because they are less aggressive about forest regulations and give more attention to rural areas. Emphasis added. Yeah, because the Republicans are more focused on helping people in the rural areas because a lot of the people in the cities and um, suburbs get a whole lot of attention already. They're taken care of by the Democrats. But the Democrats don't really care about the the people in the rural areas because they're like ah eh, they're like hillbillies they're rednecks they're people country people et cetera, et cetera. they bang each other's each other's cousins so we don't really worry about that really that's really pretty much what a lot of Democrats and liberals say about that they don't they don't think it well they don't say it really publicly they just um pretty they a lot of them just think that so they just think it so. Yeah, guys. So, yeah. Oh, try that in a small town by Jason Aldean. Yep. I'm just saying, guys. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think I might play that Um, at, uh, as I, at, when I when I end the show right here. I might play that a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, right here. i am get to where I have. Mm-hmm. He said Democrats seem to focus on climate policies by far they do. Like I said, they focus on something that's based that's clearly made up, clearly made up. So, yeah. Who's never lived in rural areas? I've lived in rural areas and I love them. Rural areas or electric vehicles. So, I don't I've never driven an electric vehicle. They're too expensive and they're harder to get in rural areas. So, if you're going to ban gas car vehicles, how do you expect people in the rural areas to get a hold of them? It's cheaper for them to get um um gasoline cars and much easier I'm just saying, guys, they don't really care about people in the rural areas. They just see them as a means to get tax dollars, really. That's all they really see them as or they see them like um particularly in blue states they see them not just only as for, as tax dollars they see what they they see them as like people who are just going to be helping to get more electoral votes in the presidential election really like they know that um they know it they'll be they know they'll be democrat but like really secretly really what what's happening is that they are actually contributing and giving them more electoral votes in the in the electoral college so yeah mm-hmm. yeah The the shift away from Democrats among non-white working-class voters is a trend nationwide, survey and polling has recently shown. Sorry guys, the audio cut out. Hopefully that got fixed now. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I apologize for that, guys. My my audio is back now. It should be good. Okay. Sorry guys. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. But as I was saying though, like um, I I don't trust. I'm never going to trust another poll in my life again because of what happened in Arizona with Carrie Lake, where she was wildly predicted and wildly pulling ahead of to win the Arizona gov- go- um, governor race, and look what happened. You know, we kind of know what really happened, but still though, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to buy it anymore. I'm never buying another poll, but what I am buying, why I'm, I'm, what I'm buying is, is like, um, there is a trend with black and Hispanic people to move more and more conservative. A lot of them have been, particularly Cubans and like um, Venezuelans are. And there are some black people, mostly black people that live in like the suburbs, not really black people that live in the cities. Well, Black people that live in the rural areas and some people in the in some black people in the suburbs, black people in the cities pro- aren't really moving at all. They're staying Democrat and, and, and liberal, but the black people in the in the suburbs and the rural areas are moving more and more slowly, moving more towards Republican conservatives. They just are more red too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A cri- like I said, but I think this poll is just—I'm stating what obviously has been happening. That's really all I think it is, and just my opinion. Yeah, something we all know—been we've all known for a while. Mm-hmm. A critical issue for that shift is that 64% of non-white college-educated liberals recently told National Opinions Research Center surveyors they want oil and gas banned entirely, and for the United States to rely solely on renewable energy. Let me me re-say that again, guys. Let me me say that again. A critical issue for that shift is that 64% of non-white college-educated liberals recently told National Opinion Research Center surveyors they want oil and gas banned entirely for the United States to rely solely on renewable energy. This is how brainwashed and stupid that my generation is. They think that, um, oh, we can just do this easily, no problem. Because we're 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 destroying the environment supposedly. No, we're not. Um, guess what? Natural gas is clean, it helps it helps people, it, it truly helps the, the country. And like like I'm like, we don't use bad, dirty mercury coal. We use a clean burning coal that's only found in major deposits in one area, one area in America where it's found in major deposits. And we use that, and it's just and we don't even need to use a scrubber on that. So my generation has become so woke, guys. Like They literally, my generation, for whatever reason, and I can't figure this out, but for whatever reason, they actually like Biden. They truly do. I don't know why or how, but they do. Uh, It's just what it is, guys. Like I told everybody, there's no way Biden will lose the election in 2024. He has a 0% chance, no matter who runs against him, whether it's Trump, DeSantis, Vivek, or someone else. Vivek, um, I should say, no one else has a chance because... 2024 is a lost cause because my mainly because my generation are true truly likes Biden. Like I said, they like people who are retards, like Biden and Fetterman. Like say, like they truly like these retards right here. But they only look like, but for some reason they only like liberal retards. They don't like conservative or republican retards like Herschel Walker is. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys. I'm just saying what's what's obvious right here. I'm just saying. We almost did have our own retard in Herschel Walker in Georgia in 2022, but unfortunately we didn't. So we just got to live with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, guys, I'm going to continue reading the article right here. Like my generation has just gone so bad guys. It, it just has. I I'm starting. I I'm truly starting to believe that there is no hope whatsoever. I'm starting to truly believe that mm-hmm. because my generation has been indoctrinated. It, they just have been. I'm sorry about that. It just has been. A critical issue for that shift is that six. Oh, I have already read that. Um, This opinion has driven the Democrat agenda, despite moderate to conservative non-white working class voters saying by a 50 point margin that they support oil, coal and natural gas, along with renewable energy. Guys, I'm saying this like. Might we're it's clearly obvious where, where the trend is going. The only thing good thing I can see potentially having with my generation is that fewer and fewer kids are having people are having kids, like particularly the liberals are not having kids. So that might be a good thing because their ide- ideology is, um, will slowly de- depicitate, get out of here eventually, but it's going to take a while because liberals and, and um, leftists are not having kids conservatives and republicans are having kids like you heard that tim pool saying leftists don't have children they have yours so and plus like like and like he said best he said the, the quote best if if the leftists get their way get their way with critical race theory in schools then the kids of conservatives conserve the kids of conservatives will become leftists and they will continue to spread their ideology that's just what will happen guys so oh guys I don't know where where this country's going. I don't know if there. I like I said. I don't know if there's hope or anything else left anymore, because of how downhill it's been going. The country has been going into the into the toilet recently. So, ah, uh, guys, I hope I'm curious what you guys think. Like, maybe you guys can chime in um in the in the comment section afterwards. I'd like to hear what your guys' opinions are because. Like I said, guys, I'm truly fearful for the future of this country. My generation is, yeah. And plus, on top of that, the military it can't recruit anybody, really. It's the the really, if you look at the recruitment levels for my generation, they've plummeted. They can't recruit anybody. Mostly a lot of the, mostly, mo- one of the big reasons is because a lot of my generation is fat and out of shape. I am too. Like, But like I said, I'm trying to work on that. I'm trying to get back into shape again. But yeah. Well, yeah, on top of that, a lot of the people that are in shape, really, that are healthy and conservative, they're being um, pushed away because of how woke the military has become. Like you saw the ad about two moms and stuff like that. So, And you see a whole bunch of like um, LGBT whatever community stuff being put into the military and a bunch of critical race theory stuff being put into the military, too. It's just pushing more and more people off. I'm sorry, guys. There's a reason for that. Is it intentional? I don't know. It could be. Could be because maybe because so when China does invade the U.S. eventually, maybe because it's going to help that they're not going to be met with much resistance. They're just going to be able to walk right through. That's also why I think that they're trying to push to get for gun control and to ban guns as a whole. Because they because so when China does invade, they will not be met with resistance of any kind, if any. So that's probably what their ultimate goal is. There's a lot of these elitists and Democrats and, and liberals and stuff, are they're working with the Chinese Communist Party? So, yeah, you guys kind of get where this is going right here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be heading out here in about a minute or two. But yeah, before I head out though, before I play that, J- try that in a small town thing because it's a great m- song. But yeah, I'm. A, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk briefly about this WNG, this WGA strike, and also the Actors Guild strike too. Yeah, this is going to be a real quick thing. I'm not going to read the article, but like I'm just going to give you my quick thoughts on this. Like you see the the strike right here. Like as you guys know, the writers and actors have striked in Hollywood. So no movies can be written. No scripts can be written for movies or TV shows. Actors um, shows can't be filmed right now because there's nothing. No one because the actors have striked. They're not going to. The only one that I'm aware of right now that is like filming is The Chosen, but that's only because it's a crowdfunded. So it's so they've gotten permission to do that. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm, I don't really care about the actors and and writer strike anymore. Really, it doesn't really mean that much to me. But like, um, what has happened is apparently that this writer strike has outlasted the 2008 writer strike because that writer strike that um lasted a hundred like a hundred days or something like that, and it's already passed it. So, yeah. And that strike, like, actually crippled the industry from what, I rem- from what I remember. I mean, I didn't pay attention back then because obviously I was a little kid. But, like, um, from what I've read about it, they it, it crippled the industry a lot. That's how a lot of shows got canceled and, like, how reality TV, be- unscripted TV became a thing, really. So, yeah. But, yeah, uh, my quick thoughts on this. I don't really care about the actors or writers' strike. The reason is because of how woke Hollywood has become, these movies and shows – there's so much woke ideology, leftist ideology put into this. Like it turns me off in a lot of ways. Like just like there's so like I don't remember the last thing that um I saw. Well, maybe um uh maybe Sound of Freedom wasn't really woke. No, it wasn't maybe Super Mario Bros. wasn't enti- really woke either, but stuff that really stuff outside of that just yeah, it's just all been woke. Movies and TV show alike. Not one of them has is um, is free of that. So, yeah, I'm just saying, guys. I'm just saying. So, yeah, but yeah, personally, I don't care about the writer strike because a the they're, they're just these are woke writers that aren't getting paid because they're just creating crappy content that just want to put shove more and more woke stuff down our throats. So, I don't really care. I'm actually kind of glad this is because a lot of woke projects are probably being put off and delayed. But also another thing I do worry about is that if they if they do come to an agreement again, soon, if they at least again, more and more woke stuff will be put in and more, make it more even worse because some of their demands, who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah. But also another thing I don't really care about is that um these writers, I think they're I think it's stupid that they're striking because they know that the Hollywood can just turn to AI. They literally know that because eventually they will be replaced with AI. I'm positive on that, particularly with ChatGBT and other forms of AI that's, being, that's going to come out in the near future. They know they're going to get replaced by that because it's going to be more cheaper, and so it'll actually put everything forward that um, Hollywood actually wants, and so they won't have to pay writers anymore because someone they won't have to work entirely all the time. Now, you can make an argument, well, ChatGBT can't really print write a full script up because it just writes the basic details and just you have to go and rewrite it. Well, if you really look at what's going on right here, a lot of the movies and shows that you see, what it is is like just the It's just the producers working on it, and they and they just change everything that they want. They come up with all the ideas, and they just have writers do all the do the work to just put it out on paper to put it out on paper. So really, I think that's just what's going to happen with ChatGPT. They're going to have the, chat, the the AI AI write it out, and then the producers will just make the quick edits and writes to it, and then writings to it to make it a full on whatever they want, a full on script, and make it full full on whatever they want it to be. So, yeah. And same thing with actors. Really, you've seen all the AI girls out there that are basically trying to like manipulate dudes, really although it's like a lot of it is just porn really just ai porn which is a little disturbing i don't understand how anyone watches ai porn which is just freaking weird guys it just is so yeah and so yeah and plus i think that's probably what's going to happen with actors eventually like um they're just going to use the also with the deep fake technology so yeah and plus on top of that that they can like manipulate they can actually manipulate our voices like literally they can record Accurate manip- AI manipulations of our voices, also with how ch- um, um, deep fakes are are becoming more and more better, and also because of how great these these AI people are. Even though right now it, you can kind of tell it's AI because because of the, because there are certain things about it. Like usually things are too bright or things sound a little too high with a with them with voices. Usually it sounds a little too high or a little too low with um with um deep fake and ai it's literally the faces look a little too bright so you can clearly and it's look a little too smooth as well so you can kind of tell but it's not going to be a whole lot longer till they perfect it really till they make it where it's like um, indistinguishable from reality so you won't be able to tell the difference you won't be able to tell reality from f- what's fake anymore that it's going to get to that point like the metaverse or the Matrix. It's <laughs> yeah, they're calling it the Metaverse because the Matrix Matrix would be too obvious. But you guys know the point, right there. That's what uh, probably the, the fate of humanity will eventually be. Possibly what the, these elitists want to happen. Be like I said many times before, but I'll say it again. They'll have us be plugged into the. They'll have it. They'll have us um, living in pods, eating bugs, and be plugged into the Metaverse. That's where I think this is going right here, and I'm still I'm I'm still on that. But like I said, this, and I'll say it again, the day that I'm forced to plug into the metaverse, I'm buying a tent and moving down by the river. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah, me personally, I don't care whether they use AI or not. It doesn't mean me. Well, actually, this in my world, I actually would ban the use of AI for like writing things. I would pull like a Teddy Roosevelt. We're like, I'm a capitalist, but I make sure the people have it can get a chance. Like he broke up companies with trust busting to make, to make it an even playing field, which in the long run was actually the best thing, because if he hadn't done that, we would have so many monopolies today. But, and he was, and he was criticized for that. And he was the, and he was, and he was in the right. What I would do is I would like limit the use of AI. Like I wouldn't, I would outlaw the use of AI in writing scripts, using it to replace actors, replacing automation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think people like I'm particularly with truck driving and stuff like that. I would outlaw with that. Like all these main jobs, I would outlaw the use of that because AI should not be able to take jobs away from people like that. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. You can get mad or disagree with me all you want. That is just my opinion. And I'm not changing that. It just will be that it will just be my opinion always. And I will continue to have that same opinion because guess what? I I believe in the free market, but I also believe in populism. And allowing people to have jobs and stuff like that and work, like, like I'm having to take over that for the moment, that's populism. That's what I truly, truly believe in. So, yeah. But do I care about the writers and actors not not getting whatever they want? No, I don't care, really, because of all the woke content that they put out. So it's not going to harm me. Like, if Hollywood shut down right now, I wouldn't care at all. I truly wouldn't care. I would just be like, eh, whatever, and I would just go on with my life. I truly would guys. So like I said, it true it truly means nothing to me. So whatever, whatever they do, I don't care. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm going to before I'm a, I'm a head out here in a few minutes. So yeah, but yeah, what I'm going to do first is I'm going to play that. Uh, well, well, I'm going to play that Jason Aldean song. Try that in a small town. The song is amazing guys. It, I didn't even really know about Jason Aldean until I heard about the song. And the reason I heard about it is because all the leftists and all the media were, were bashing him about it, saying that it's racist and white supremacist, even though there's no such thing as that in the, in the song. There's no sign of any of that in the song whatsoever. So, guys, I'm sorry. No. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to play the song right here. And after I – when I first heard the song, I loved it. And I'm still going to – and I'm going to continue to be – Continue listening to it every now and then. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to listen to it every now and then, guys. And I'm actually going to become a Jason Aldean fan because of it. It made me into one. I'm going to be listening to a lot more of his stuff. So, because all this stuff he made, the, the this music, try that in a small town. It's great, guys. Like, it's so catchy. A lot of the stuff he says in it is catchy. And a lot of the stuff he says in it is real, too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, me, let me try that right here. Oh yeah, I found it right here guys. I'm going to play it right here. So One second guys. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to head out here guys. Well, I'm going to head out to head out as the song is being played. So yeah. All right. All right. All right. One second. Let me get let me pull this up first. Then I'm going to play the song. Then I'm going to head out. Okay. Come on. Pull it up. Uh, all right. One second. Come on. Okay. All right, guys. Like, um, I'm going to head out here now. Go, go, go. I'm going to head out here now. Go. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to head out now here. Okay? I'm Ray, and this has been the Ray Infinity Show podcast, and I'm the host of it. This was episode number 114. Catch you guys later. Peace. Take care. God bless you guys, and and, and, and just keep, out, keep on living. Enjoy life. Mm-hmm.
3: punch somebody on the sidewalk, carjacking old lady at a red light, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store, you think it's cool, act the fool if you like, cuss out a cop, spit in his face, scope on the flag and light it up, yeah, you think it's tough, well, try that in a small town see how far you make it down the road around here we take care of our own you cross that line it won't take long for you to find out i recommend you don't try that in a small town My granddad gave me, they say one day they're gonna round up Well that shit might fly in the city, good luck Try that in a small town, see how far you make it down the road Around here we take care of our own You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out I recommend you don't Try that in a small town Full of good old boys Raised up right If you're looking for a fight Try that in a small town Try that in a small town Try that in a small town town. Take care of it won't take long for you to find I you
2: don't These farmers are dropping their own crops for the day. A friend is in need and they've come to help.
3: It's what this community and a lot of our communities stand for. If somebody needs some help, you'll get it. 最后